The following is a presentation of Learfield IMG College. It's Monday night in Atlanta, and that means it's time to talk Yellow Jacket Athletics in this week's edition of GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community, too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. Now, to get things started, we head live to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. And a very good Monday evening to you. Welcome in, everyone, to another edition of GT60 here on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. I suppose one of the benefits of Georgia Tech having its bye this weekend is that when your last game is a home upset over the number five team in the country, it gives you a few extra days to indulge in the spoils of that victory. And we look forward to doing that tonight here on GT60. 64-58, the final in thrilling fashion to McCamish, Georgia Tech over number five Louisville on Wednesday night. Georgia Tech off this weekend on the road for a pair beginning Wednesday at Wake Forest this week. We look forward to breaking down those matchups, look forward to breaking down what happened Wednesday versus the Cardinals, and we look forward to doing so all with your phone calls and tweets. So get those lined up right now, 866-477-7020. On Twitter, you can drop your question with the hashtag GT60. I'm Andy Demetrium, and without further ado, let's welcome in the man who orchestrated that upset over number 5 Louisville head coach Josh Pastor. Coach, welcome in. How are you? I'm doing well, Andy. Thanks for uh, uh, the uh, introduction. I was going to say thanks for having me, but I guess my name's on the show, so, I'm, you know. You're already here. had. Yeah, I'm already yeah. had. There, but, uh, um, uh, you know, it, I've had a lot of people ask me after the, uh, you know, because our, our bye week was, was this weekend, obviously, and a lot of people asked me, would you have liked to have played this week weekend? And I told everyone, I said, look, you win a game like that on Wednesday. If we had played on Saturday, I would have gone home, enjoyed the game for about an hour. You know, you're, you can get a nice meal. You can relax, watch some TV. But then you're right back in the office first thing the next morning, forgetting that game and working on the next game. Um, and um, uh, because we were able to win that and we had a bye, uh, I, was, I, I was able to take Thursday as a day you could enjoy the game. You didn't have to be rushed everything to get it. You know, you could enjoy the win. And then obviously Friday morning I said turn, time to turn the page and, and, and we focus on Wake Forest. So the one uh, um, good thing about not having the game this weekend is, like I said, you can enjoy a win like that for an extra 24 hours. And uh, um, you don't take winning for granted. And uh, it was a great game on, on Wednesday and uh, a fun game. And, uh, you know, we have a lot to talk about about that game. But, uh, um you know we're coming in a stretch run here, but it was a <clears throat> it was a good way to go into the bye week. We can talk about what we did during the bye weekend, should I say? And uh, and as you know, I'm not a big bye guy. Um, that's not who. This is the first bye. Excuse me. This is the second bye I've ever been part of as a head coach. Last my first one was last year, and it was a, the the bye was our very last game of the regular season. That open weekend was ours, so there's nothing I could have done about that. But um, this one, we decided to have, you know, play Morehouse in one of our buys. Um, and then we decided to leave this one open, hopefully get a little rest, clean up anything we need to clean up, and then have good preparation going into Wake Forest uh, Wednesday. Yeah, so uh, by this late, the season also gives your team a chance to recharge physically, get ready for the stretch run, which begins Wednesday at Wake Forest, continues on the road Saturday at Syracuse, and a chance to avenge a defeat of McCamish earlier in the season to the Orange. So how did you guys approach the bye weekend? What were some of the areas of emphasis with your team? 
Yeah, and uh, and we'll, and I and I'm going to talk on the Louisville game too. But but what we've done on the bye week for this week, Andy, and maybe we can talk about the Louisville in the next segment when we come back. Um, but the what here's here's kind of the overlook of it all. So we we played Wednesday. Um, we gave them off Thursday, Friday. Then we had um, uh, film plus individual workouts plus lifting. So what we did is we did film. We did a team drill. We call it four square, which is a lot of pivoting and fundamental basketball skill work. work. Then I broke it into two groups, one group lift. Actually, I had both groups down at the baseline. One group started ball handling. The front court guys were doing medicine ball drills. Medicine ball is a heavier ball. um, And and then I took that the the front court guys up to lift. The, 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 The perimeter guys then did individual workout. Uh, with conditioning, and then we switched it, and then that was, uh, and that was our day Friday. Saturday we practiced at three. We had a full-fledged practice, and then Sunday we practiced at three, full-fledged practice. Um, um, we were off today, and so because we are playing Wednesday this week, Wake Forest, Saturday versus Syracuse, and then the following Tuesday versus Clemson. So basically we have seven, mm-hmm. uh, three games in seven days. I had to make, in our week with the NCAA rules, our weeks are considered, you can, you can designate your weeks when you start the academic year. And we designated our week Monday through Sunday for CARA. CARA is Countable Athletic Related Activity. So you designate your week. In recruiting, the NC2A designates the weeks Sunday through Saturday. Now, it's just easier for me to go Monday through Sunday as, as like a normal academic component, um, but for or a normal work week in a sense. But the NC2A designates Sunday through Saturday for recruiting weeks where you can only go to a, a high school one time um, between Sunday and Saturday. But you, they give you the option to designate your own. Each institution has an opportunity to designate their CARA week, countable related, countable athletic related activity, and we designated Monday through Sunday. So Monday through Sunday, we have to give them off during the season a minimum of one day. And so next week, which is this week, we play. Mon- we have Monday. We play Wednesday, Saturday, Tuesday. So I can't give. So I had to make a choice. Of of what day would I give off the guys? Because so what I did is um, I practiced. We had the individual Friday, but then we had two full fledged practices in preparation for Wake Forest on Wednesday. Because I had that, I decided to give them off Monday, and then we will practice Tuesday, play Wednesday, and then we'll come back and clean up Thursday. Anything we do, practice Friday, play Saturday, come back, clean up anything we do on Sunday practice Monday and prepare for Clemson and play Clemson on Tuesday. Now, if I if I practice today, practice tomorrow, I could have then given the guys off Thursday, but because, but, you know, a day after the game, you can't get a lot done. For guys who've played major minutes, it's really just a lifting, film, and recovery day. There's only so much you can do, and at this time of the year, you want to be fresh. Um, you want to be not only physically fresh, you want to be mentally fresh. And um, and and so I decided because we had two good full days prior to today in preparation for Wake, I decided to take use Monday as our day off this week of our of our week uh, for Kara Cannibal Athletic Related 
activity. There will be a quiz on Kara later in the program. I like it. You got it all lined up, and hopefully it leads Georgia Tech to another couple of wins this week. We'll open up the phone lines on the other side of the timeout, 866-477-7020. Questions welcome on Twitter as well. The hashtag is GT60. Once again, not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner. Coca-Cola, taste the feeling. More GT60 with Josh Pastor after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield I. MG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day, race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's Tailgate 101. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit buyfordnow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans, come check out what everyone's been talking about. Grindhouse Killer Burgers was voted Atlanta's best burger by Creative Loafing for five years running. Featuring beef, turkey, veggie, and the all-new Impossible Burger. Choose sides such as onion rings, award-winning chili, fresh salads, and indulge in our milkshakes, including our famous Boozy Shake. Visit our five locations throughout Metro Atlanta, which include dozens of local craft beers, wine, a full liquor bar, tons of patio seating, and TVs playing sports and cult movie classics. Live fast, eat well. Grindhouse Killer Burgers. Today, breaking news on the Yellow Jackets. There's no better source than RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com provides detailed content and results on all Georgia Tech teams. With innovative photos, live game and coaches show broadcasts, and in-depth interviews about the Jackets, RamblinRec.com is your complete online source for Yellow Jacket sports news when you just have to know. Visit RamblinRec.com and make it your start page each time you log on to the web. Go to the source. Go to RamblinRec.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Andy Demetra, Josh Pastor, our network engineer, Miller Pope. Dan Kortz inside the network studios welcome you back to GT60 on the heels of Tech's 64-58 win over Louisville. First time you had beaten a team with a 10-game win streak since the 2004 Final Four semifinal versus Oklahoma State. Of course, that game that ended memorably with a Will Bynum layup with a second and a half left. And just to make things all come completely full circle, you and Will Bynum overlapped for a season at Arizona, didn't you? Well, I was an assistant coach when he was there. Yeah. And Will and I are very close. And, um, um, yes, yeah, so that. And then, and, then, and then the guy that was on the Final Four team, Marvin Lewis, 
who's our you know our sports supervisor, one of the associate athletic directors here at Georgia Tech, and so. Uh, um, yeah, so I know, I obviously, Will, I'm really close with Will, and, and obviously I'm close with Marvin Lewis. Well, there you go. Will's got company, so does Marvin, after that game on Wednesday. And Louisville, they came in seventh in the nation in offensive efficiency. You hold them to season lows in field goal percentage, three-point percentage. They were also fifth nationally in three-point percentage. And you hold Jordan Ward, the preseason ACC Player of the Year, current ACC leading scorer, at least as of last Wednesday, to a season low in points. How did you manage to make Louisville yeah. look so pedestrian on offense when they've looked so dynamic most of the year? No, I think Louisville's really, really good. Um, it was a great game for for us. I thought uh, um, defensively we were really, really good, Andy. And, um, you know, look, you know, in our four years here, we've been pretty good defensively. You know, each time we stepped on the floor, we've been a high-level defensive team. We're, we're in our four years, we're the best we've been offensively as in terms of, you know, shooting percentage, um, especially within conference play. Because, again, I, I'm not counting some of those things in November, December. When I say I'm not counting it, meaning that, you know, our, our key guy, Jose Alvarado, and I said before the season, our key guy has got to stay healthy, and he was a key guy in that. And, um, you know, it was it was just really hard without him. But when you look at us, what we did in December, prior to the diamond head, we scrapped our offense. We had, we had a course correction in the middle of the season changed up some things and adjusted that we needed to do and um, we've been much better offensively and so you know we've been a very good defensive team if you look at our numbers and we're you know guarding the three and everything else but we've been much better on on offensive rebounding uh we've been much better on putting the ball in the basket our guard play has been much better and i think some of the adjustments we've made offensively offensively have been good for us um but we really played at a high level with louisville and and part of it was the way we scored to start the game get ourselves a good lead to get ourselves some cushion and some comfort to start um again like you mentioned defensively we really guarded jordan awara uh, at a very high level, both times we've played him. Uh, the first time we played him, um, he struggled against us, and he obviously uh, struggled for, with the season low on, on on Wednesday. And a lot of that has to do with Jose Alvarado. Uh, now, Khalid Moore did guard him a little bit, and Jordan Usher uh, ha- had a segment where he guarded him. I thought Jordan Usher was you know, his best game. He just did a lot of good stuff, uh, made the right plays. But what it shows you is even when it was kind of an, it was an ugly, kind of a mucky type of game, but uh, um, um, and we still had 18 turnovers, you know, goodness gracious. Uh, but but we we won the game via defense because they came in Louisville as one of the best offensive teams in the country. And the, as you know, they, sh- they were shooting, you know, 45 percent basically from three point range in conference play. They they're really big inside. As you mentioned, they had Jordan Awara, who is ACC uh, preseason Player of the Year, and 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 we really guarded. In our defense, so even though we it wasn't a pretty offensive game and we had some turnovers, the thing that I, we, we we hit the seven kill mark or the seven three stops in a row, and and we had five going into the last media timeout, and we needed two to get a. And you to, said that to your guys in the yeah, huddle. I said seven is going to win us this game, and we got to seven. And and I'm big. I'm a big believer on getting seven kills, seven three stops in a row throughout the course of the game. Those are seven clean stops, and um, I'm really proud. Of, of our of our you know our defensive performance look I, we've gotten better Andy we've gotten better I know the record you know people will say hey well your record yeah I understand and and, un- and unfortunately it hasn't matched to us getting better we've also let's not forget we've played one of the 
toughest schedules in the in 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 all of college basketball non-conference strength of schedule. We scheduled extremely tough. I could have easily got a bunch of cupcakes, won a bunch of different games, and then and then and then the record would be a little different. I I scheduled aggressively. We we one of the top. Uh, uh, strength of schedules in the country, non-conference strength of schedules, and uh, and then we played a lot of those games without Alvarado, and and that made it tough. And so um, we've got to do a better job to make sure that we're not an ankle injury away from having of teetering that line. And that is something that that's there's two things that we've got to we're, we're right at the doorstep, and that win versus Louisville helps us to get through that doorstep, Andy. But the second part of that. Um, is is as we continue to move forward and, and nothing you can do this second, but in the off seasons and, and in the future to make sure that we're not an ankle injury away of look we can't be just be every possession every position, but the possession but the positions that can and it's guard play, and the positions that can make or break a season is all about guard play. In this day and age, everything's about guard guard play and especially in college basketball. So we've got to make sure we're deep enough in the guard spot that we can handle an ankle or an injury and and we don't we don't you know lose games that we should, maybe could win or should win be based on now we've gotten better every year we've gotten better i really believe in our teams here if you look at who we've been in all four years we have improved and i you know guys have individually gotten better their the team has gotten better and that's a that's a that's a sign when you're sitting in my chair to making sure that the guys you know don't cuz many times can happen th- guys can go the other direction we have constantly gotten better and all for we've improved as the year goes on we've got to be better in november december um, as a program and that is something that we've just got to be better about. We'll get into the play of your guards against Louisville in a moment, but you'd mentioned Jordan Usher having perhaps his best game of the season versus Louisville. You look at his splits and his offensive rating in your ACC wins and ACC losses. There is perhaps no bigger disparity from any other player on the team when it comes to somebody's offensive rating, wins versus losses in conference, than Jordan Usher. Why do you think Jordan is such a key barometer for your team's success? Well, I think for Jordan, he, he's improving as a basketball player. He came in as a, just a straight athlete that just knew how to play with a motor. And early in when he started playing, I, I wasn't happy with his performance because he wasn't playing with a motor. I was like, hey, man, you know, he, and I, told, I tell guys this, sometimes when you're a really good rebounder or you're a great post player, and and then and you're really good around the basket and you have a great and then you want to try to do th- you get to the next level or whatever it may be and you want to do things that's that didn't that 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 didn't allow you to get to where you're at you know you're going away from your bread and butter and one of Jordan's bread and butters is his motor is his intensity is his speed and early when he was struggling he wasn't playing with a motor now you might say well he he was turning it over and he was but he wasn't he he was too trying to play cool casual cute and finesse. And I, and I and I brought eventually brought him and said, "Hey man, that's not why you're here. Like if you're going to try to be cool, casual, you know, cute, have some have be in finesse, you this is you and I aren't aren't going to see eye to eye because I believe in your motor. Now we've got to get you better on learning how to play half court basketball, but your motor has to be what sets you apart. And what sets you apart in your motor is the way you crash the glass offensively." Mm-hmm defensively those type of things making second third effort plays is about your motor 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 and i and i think he's understanding and he told me that he says coach you're right and and i think since our conversation he's understood that man i can't go away from what's got me here and having my bread and butter of of being a motor guy yeah it might not look pretty 
It might look a little awkward. It might look, you know, not cool. But that this is who I've got to buy into because this is what's got me to this point. And and so that's and part of that he's been he's made some good plays. He's become a good passer. Mm-hmm. He's very unselfish. Um, but he's playing with a really good motor. The defense, the rebound, and the making multiple effort plays, is that's what he's doing more of in your wins than in your losses? Is there something that's been absent uh, from Jordan in those losses which yeah. accounts for that offensive Well, I think I, I, don't, I don't think he plays with a great motor in those losses. Mm-hmm. When I say not with a great motor, he's not producing with the motor type of plays that's needed to be. I thought versus Louisville, uh, he had a great tip-back dunk. He was fighting on the glass. He made multiple efforts. He made Yes, he was making the right plays, his intensity defensively. Those are things that 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 don't always show up in the box score, and uh, the intensity and the motor part of that is what it's about. And so, um, you know, and and, and so that's just got to be an everyday thing. I don't know. Do you have the exact stats of what he is? The difference between wins and losses on some of his stats. As of a couple of weeks ago, I think this was going into the Notre Dame game in South Bend. Your ACC wins. His offensive rating was one seventeen, and the wins and losses sixty four. Yeah. But I wonder what the what does the ratings mean? Is that uh, just individual yeah. offensive rating? Right. No, I didn't know Pop. if you had like yeah. a certain uh, a, a stat on. That I will. Or not. I will contact Ken Pom to get the algorithm. There you go. Unless it's not proprietary information. Uh, but no, we will continue the conversation. If you have a question for Josh Pastor, you can get that lined up right now. 866-477-7020. Hashtag and Twitter, of course, is GT60. Before we send you to break, let us remind you that. Uh, the, High Regency Atlanta has Ramblin' rates all season long, so make sure you go to Ramblin', uh, use offer code GTEC and visit HighRegencyAtlanta.com. High Regency Atlanta, a preferred partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. More GT60 after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Court, a part of Warren Buffett's Berkshire Hathaway Company, is the nation's leading provider of transition services, including furniture rental for home and office, even furnishings, destination services, apartment locating, touring, and other services. With more than 100 offices, showrooms and clearance centers across the U.S., operations in the U.K., and partners in more than 80 countries, no other furniture rental company can match Court's breadth of services and company-wide commitment to making a house a home, an office a great place to work, and an event a memorable celebration. For more info, visit Court.com. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. The Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the highly recognized mark of distinction in college athletics across all divisions, both men's and women's sports. Follow your favorite team's pursuit for excellence in this prestigious annual award through the directorscup.com, USA Today, or L Directors' Cup on Twitter. Learfield IMG College Directors' Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics since 1993. It's not just our color, it's our commitment. It defines us, drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are 
Georgia Tech basketball. We're live with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. GT60 is presented by your Atlanta area BMW Center's BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics. Andy Demetra, Josh Pastor on another Monday night and another GT60 in the wake of Georgia Tech's 64-58 win over fifth-ranked Louisville. And uh, in the wake of the Louisville win, you face Wake Forest this Wednesday, 7 p.m. the tip time at uh, Lawrence Joel Veterans Memorial Coliseum in Winston-Salem. 866-477-7020, the number to call. Let's go out to David in Atlanta, who's been patiently waiting. David, welcome in. You're live with head coach Josh Pastor. David, you there? Do we have David? Testing, one, two, three, oh, David. you're fine. We can hear you. we got to find out if we have David. David, hang tight here. We'll get that sorted out here. Hold on. Well, just one second here with David. By the way, uh, before we get David queued up, uh, Wednesday was also the Coaching for Literacy game, Coaching for Literacy, teaming up with International Paper. I know you've been very involved with Coaching for Literacy uh, as an organization, as a cause. Uh, you guys were all wearing your green ties in support of Coaching for Literacy. And you guys were one of the first – you were one of the first four coaches to ever get involved in a coaching for literacy game. Why has it meant so much to you? Yeah, no, I, I was. It started out in Memphis. I was involved in it. I was one of the founders. They asked me to be a, be part of it. Uh, International Papers, a big um, company in in Memphis. The the guys that started it are from Memphis. They asked me to be part of it. I said absolutely. Um, as you know, I'm a big believer in education. Um, uh, and I think it's so important for the youth to understand uh, anytime we have an opportunity to to be able to um, help youth to for, for literacy because being able to read, reading and doing math is just the basics of giving you a, a chance of success. And, and no matter where, what level of schooling or whatever it may be, if you can read and do, and do math, you, you, you're, you're going to have an opportunity to be successful. And the great thing about the, about, uh, the literacy uh, deal here for, literacy, for the literacy program is that um, it was really hitting on uh, uh, Atlanta and the surrounding areas. So for, for a bunch of uh, kids and, and, and the youth in the, in the city, uh, to give them an opportunity that um, if they were if they didn't have the opportunity for to to, to read or or they weren't going to school or math you know to as you know Andy it's just th- those things are important to give yeah. people a chance to be successful in life being able to read at grade level while you're in elementary school has such lasting ramifications Absolutely. for your future job prospects it's amazing uh, what you can accomplish when you tackle the the, the the cause of childhood literacy so we appreciate uh, coaching for literacy international papers certainly for their partnership in Georgia Tech as well uh, make sure you donate uh, $10 and you can give two books to a kid in Georgia all you got to do is text GA Tech 4 lit that's GA Tech the number 4 lit at LIT to 71777. And you treated them to a big win over Louisville. So it was a win-win night, that's Absolutely. for sure. Absolutely. All right, let's get back out to David in Atlanta. David, uh, we, we got the question in advance. It's a great one. We want to make sure that everybody here hears it as well. You're live with head coach Josh Pastor. Welcome in, David. 
Oh, thank you very much. Coach Passner, congratulations on a great win uh, against Louisville. Uh, my question, you described uh, scrapping the offense in the middle of the season, going to a, a new offense, new sets, those kind of things. If you don't mind, I'd be very interested to hear kind of the offense that you came from Memphis with a couple years ago and how that may have evolved last year in the beginning of this year and most importantly how you've changed it and what's going on now yep thanks david thanks for listening thanks for the great question well you know at memphis we were a lot of dribble drive we played very fast and we pressed and uh and we and a lot of our offense was through transition baskets and uh offensive rebounding we were very you know we we rebounded a lot we sent three four to the glass and that's what we did when i got the job here at georgia tech i totally completely changed how i ever played before in my life uh whether it was an aau coach with the houston hoops whether i was an assistant coach at arizona assistant with calipari or as a head coach at memphis we went more to something that was very unique and different that nobody in the league did. And I said, okay, for us, I, I, for us to have the success that we need to have based on the, maybe the personnel at the time, how do I have the success of the personnel that we have, but also give our team a chance to be successful because we've got to be different in this 15-team league. And David, so what I did when I first – on the first three and a half years, we ran we ran as I Princeton stuff. We ran multiple actions that we were the only team in the league that was running that, and we were a very hard scout. We did a lot of fall, I would call it false motion, where it's constant cutting and moving. Um, four guys at one time, and I'm a big believer in cutting. I'm a big believer. But with that, it's, it was it was very little ball screens, very very little ball screens, constant cutting. We then also did multiple defenses, changing our defenses, and and not allowing teams to know what we're doing. And, and that worked perfectly for. But to be able to run that offense, you've got to have a guy just like Ben Lammers, and that worked just brilliantly because it fit Ben. He was an incredible passer, and he could really shoot it from that spot. Um, and he wasn't, you know, he wasn't maybe a, a smash mouth guy or a rim runner. He wasn't great in ball screens because he wasn't a screener sprinting into the ball screens. It just who he wasn't. So I had to fit to his personnel. I love that offense. It gave us success. We got James Banks eligible. And last year, you know, with him and AD, it, it made it a little bit tough. And um, um, uh, Abdullahi Gay, and, and that just made it a little tough. And then the start of this year, I still ran it. But then I said, you know what? Right now, our team is better when we're not. We, we, James Banks' turnovers were very high, and partly it wasn't his fault. That's my fault. I was not putting him in a position to be successful. I wasn't using his best strengths, which was his rim running, his catching for lobs, his offensive rebounding. And so what I said, I scrapped the Princeton offense, all the cutting and moving, and I went to more of a ball screen oriented to say, okay, I want the ball in Jose Alvarado's hands, in Mike DeVoe's hands, and Bubba Parham's because, you know, the guards are going to have to find a way. And then I'm going to use a guy like James Banks just to flat out sprint to ball screen, sprint to rim run, stay more in, I call it the alley, which is behind the basket and really use movement by him by relocating stand you know keeping kind of trying to keep the defense um, occupied 
And that has been a positive because what it has done, now the ball's in the hands a lot with the guards. It's more ball screens than I've ever run in my life, and it's more pounding of the ball than I would ever like because I don't believe in giving the ball a headache. But for our team, it has been the best thing for us. And that's, David, what I had to do is I felt what I was running in those first two years, which was so successful, it wasn't the best thing for our personnel for this year. And I had to scrap that course correction in the mid-year went more ball screen oriented, went more dribble drive stuff. And if you've noticed, we've done a one heck of a job of living in the paint, of living in the red zone. And James Banks' turnovers have been cut down. Yes, our guards are still having high turnovers. Part of that is because the ball's in their hands so much. But we've become really, really good at off of ball screens. James Banks sprinting to the ball screen. He's, he's doing a great job of sealing, and we're getting the ball to him in a, in, a, in a deeper zone. He's able to start deeper from the basket to sprint up. So it's taken some time because you're just not going to scrap and all of a sudden snap your fingers. But it's, it's since Christmas time period, we're you know we're now we're we're about a two month period. It's now we've really adjusted and 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 we've improved at that. We've gotten better, and um, and that's a credit to the players. The players have bought in on that. My assistant coaches have done a great job in player development. The assistant coaches are incredible with their development, and the players have bought in on the transition. And I and I tell them, I, I, I we didn't do a now it worked for us in a few games on on you know early levers North Carolina State and stuff in that beginning part of the year, but. We, I didn't put a guy like James Banks initially in a position to be successful early, so I needed to change some things. Uh, maybe even for Jose Alvarado, who's better off of ball screens now, maybe as good as any guard in the country in ball screens. So we've did some different things, and it's and it's worked to our benefit. And if you looked at our numbers offensively, it's been the best we've been since I've been here in our four years. Of, if you look at our shooting and scoring production and pace of play. All right, David, great question. And to that point, you guys second in the ACC in field goal percentage. Last year it was eighth. Your first two years, 15th and 14th. So that uh, trend continues upward, even though you had to make, as you said, the course correction midway through this season. I want to continue on that subject in just a moment. We do have to hit a timeout. If you have a question for Coach Pastor, 866-477-7020. Uh, I'll give that again. 866-477-7020. The uh, hashtag on Twitter is GT60. GT60 is brought to you by Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics. We're back after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops and wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No, seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill and an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. Georgia Power, we believe our lake should be filled with water, not trash. That a healthy honeybee population will pollinate a healthier environment. That building homes is just as important as powering them. That's why we believe what we do off the grid is just as important as the clean, safe, reliable, affordable energy we provide on it. And that's a different kind of energy. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Libman makes a difference. The Libman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Libman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Libman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family made in the USA. Visit Libman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Libman.com. Libman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. RamblinRec.com is your home for up-to-the-minute Georgia Tech sports news. Log on to RamblinRec.com and you'll find exclusive stories, updated stats, ticket and scheduling information, and much more on the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. Plus, you can tune into live games and coaches show broadcasts from anywhere in the world. Follow your favorite Jackets team online and keep up with Georgia Tech sports news as it happens at RamblinRec.com, the official website of Georgia Tech Athletics. with GT60 on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. To be a part of today's show, give us a call on the hotline at 866-477-7020 or send your question on Twitter using hashtag GT60. Now let's rejoin the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. Not all fans agree on the best game day foods, but when they're served with an ice-cold Coca-Cola, you know you've got yourself a winner, Coca-Cola. Taste the feeling. Of course, Georgia Tech basketball did not win this just one win over a top five team this week. Nell Forner, Georgia Tech women's basketball, going to Raleigh and beating number four North Carolina State yesterday. Big win for her and her program. So uh, double the reason for Georgia Tech fans to celebrate. Absolutely. And Coach Fortner is so awesome. Just what an incredible coach, incredible person, extremely positive. I mean, she's just – her positive energy is contagious. Was, uh, and, you know, in the spring I had – coach the women's team for about a month and a half when they're in search for a coach so I'm a huge fan of the of the program and just there's not a bigger fan rooting for them harder than I am and uh, I tell you I'm just they're really good and coach Fortner's done a great job and they went to the gas station um, the same gas station that we went to after we won our game up there at North Carolina State. So that gas station has done a nice job. They should send a nice uh, bou- uh, bouquet of flowers to Georgia Tech uh, business office, I think, because we've obviously done a nice job for their business-wise. There, there should be a framed Georgia Tech jersey in yes. that Sheets gas station Absolutely. somewhere outside the Raleigh-Durham International Airport. But no, congratulations to Nell Fortner and the Yellow Jackets. Even though you guys are on the road for two games this week, you can catch the Georgia Tech women's team at home twice. This week in both games against ranked opponents. They play Thursday, Sunday? They do. Thursday, Louisville comes to town, and then Sunday afternoon, they welcome in Florida State. They have a chance to sweep the season series with the Seminoles. So make sure you get out and support Georgia Tech women's basketball at McCamish this week, while, of course, you support Georgia Tech as it steps on the road Wednesday at Wake Forest, 7 p.m., and then Saturday at Syracuse. All right, back to the phone lines, and Glenn from Rome joins us next year on GT60. Glenn, thanks for waiting. Go ahead with head coach Josh Pastor. Good evening, coach. What's up, Glenn? I'm good. I'm good. A couple of questions on recruiting. Um, tell us a little something about the recruits coming in next year, Maxwell and some of the other guys. And also, um, we've struggled the last, whatever, five or six years in state. It was one time Georgia Tech controlled the whole state of Georgia. And um, is that about What's going on there? And uh, just just kind of talk about some of the younger guys we're not seeing, and do they have that motor and that grit? 
to win big time. Thanks. Thanks, Glenn. So, uh, yeah, does, we, we signed three guys in the fall. Um, uh, we signed a kid, Tristan Maxwell. I'm just telling you, he, uh, you're going to love Tristan Maxwell. He's way underrated. He's undervalued. He's under the radar. He can flat out score the ball. He's already almost hit the 2,500 point range um, at, at high school. His, he's the son of Vernon Maxwell, who played 13 years in the NBA, was a great scorer, was only one of the only one of the nine guys in the history of the NBA to have 30 points in a quarter. He's the second in the history of the SEC in 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 in, in uh, scoring. So he just has that you know where the apple doesn't fall far from the tree type of thing. Tristan Maxwell knows how to score. He's he he's he has a game like Michael Devoe in a sense where he kind of knows how to play, but um, uh, but he's a great shooter. He's a great shooter. That thing leaves his hands. It's, it's it's looks great, and he makes tough shots. So I'm a big fan of him. I think he's going to come in and be a great scorer for us. Um, we signed this kid Saba, um, uh, Gigi Berra, but I'll, just for everyone to know, Saba. He's seven one, legit seven one with a seven four wingspan. He's from the country of Georgia. So now you can't say to hell with Georgia around him. Correct. Or at least give some proper context. Correct. Correct. He's from the country of Georgia. He goes to prolific prep out in uh, California. He is 7'1". 7-4 wingspan. He'll be able to help us. He will. Uh, he's a five-man. He's skilled. He knows how to play. He's got a lot of intensity and a competitive fire about him. And um, and we'll just have to learn how to channel that to the right energy. And then there's Jordan Mecca, who's a local kid here. 6'8 6'9". Great athlete. Good second jump. Uh, rebounder. Rim runner. Um, I'm excited about him. Alley-oop catcher. The key for him is as long as he's healthy. He's had a back issue a little bit, so it's just him staying healthy is very, very important because his game is based on athleticism. Uh, regarding uh, recruiting, Glenn, look, we're, we're always recruiting the best players we can get. I think you got to be also very wary that, that you, you can't get locked in on recruiting rankings. Recruiting rankings are are dangerous because sometimes people get ranked and it's just on the, uh, someone sees them for a half a game or one time. It's more than recruiting rankings. It's evaluating. The evaluation part is so important. And I would also tell you, Glenn, that that as 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 we all know that I mean. We, the kids that we're signing, they have to be able to, one, want to come to Georgia Tech and do the work academically, and then two, um, they're going to have to, you know, they, they've, it's got to be the right fit for them. Because of the fact if they come here and have no desire academically, they're going to be under such stress that they're not going to be able to perform on the basketball court. And you can't hide guys here academically. They don't have the online classes. Uh, they don't. They, we're the only Division One team that plays football and basketball that doesn't have a Bachelor's of Arts. So you've got to be strong in math and science. Otherwise, it's hard. And if it's and and that's okay. That's our number one selling point, Glenn. Is our academics. We sell the heck out of that because we believe in getting a Georgia Tech degree can change your life and open up doors that can that can just change a generation of your entire family. Um, and so if you you know if if that's not a strong point of yours, then 
you've got to come in and have such a blue-collar mentality and a blue-collar work ethic because it's not just about being smart. It's about the work ethic to be able to to, to, to not only uh, play well here basketball, but then do your job academically. But, but Glenn, we're recruiting the heck out of everything, out of everybody. We want to get the best players in the state. Um, we've also want to do a great job of evaluating. I think we, you know, part of our program has got to be five-star development. I know we haven't got the five-star stud, the initial one-and-done guy, but we've done a great job with five-star development. But we will get the players that can help us move the needle. I, I, I promise you on that. That is a that that's 24/7 mentality for me and for the staff. And we have some good young guys. I mean. I think Asante Price is going to be really good. Christian uh, Sholin's going to be good. Christian's redshirting, so you don't see him on the court. Asante Price is a freshman. He seven, he just he turned 18 in September, and or, or in August, and 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 so he's a young freshman. He should be a senior in high school. He's got a chance to be good. He's 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 athletic. It's just this has been a tough year for him, and so we've got some good young guys, and then the guys that we signed, um, and then Glenn, the last part. I don't know if you've seen this, where where this was. Supported by the ACC, the Big Ten initial initially supported it, but they're going to. It's going to come out in about a year, a year and a half, where they are going to allow everyone to tra- a one-time transfer exception, where you no longer have to sit out, and it'll almost be like a free agent deal. And and when that happens, that the. the at this level, it becomes like you're a, G- a general manager in the NBA. It becomes roster management. You have to save scholarships because you prefer to get some some transfers than the high school kids. And I say that because, Glenn, a, a, a transfer coming from another four-year institution, you've already done the evaluation. You've, he's been coached. He's been in college. He understands what it takes. A high school kid, there are no guarantees. They haven't been through it. They haven't. They don't always understand it. And so you've got a guy who sometimes on the transfer portal, you get a guy like that. They're older. I believe in getting old and staying old. I believe in that wholeheartedly. And, and you get guys who've been through the, the, the college basketball ranks. That is going to pass eventually where it becomes you can transfer without sitting out, and that will change the landscape of college basketball. And you can make the argument you have gotten some of the best guys in the state of Georgia, but just not. Well, and like Glenn, like you like think Jordan about it. Usher, James Banks, yeah, Jordan Usher, James Banks, they were highly rated. I mean, Shambari Phillips, you know, I know he hasn't played a lot, and I, God bless Shambari. He's, he's played his, he, he's been such a great young man and a great representative of the program and has kept a great attitude. I know it's not easy for him. He's played in, and he was highly ranked and, 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 and hasn't worked out to the, to, for him or for us on the court as much, but he's been a phenomenal, phenomenal person who's going to have great things ahead of him. And I love him so dearly because he's just, he's handled himself so well and I'm really proud of him. He's going to graduate. Uh, but we have done a nice job of getting some guys, um, you know, th- and look at Josh Okogie. And I know we didn't sign him. The previous staff did, so they deserve all the credit on the, on the evaluation. But he wasn't ranked in the top 10 in the state of Georgia. He ended up being better than every guy ahead of him, basically. And, and so that's, again, Glenn, that's why it's so important to evaluate. Now, look, we've gotten burned a few times, too. We recruited the heck out of before anybody was on him, on Alex O'Connell. We spent our 
we we recruited Alex O'Connell as hard as anybody, and then Mike Shashesky comes in and offers him a scholarship. We spent so much time on Colin Sexton, you know, and that before anyone knew about him. Nasir Little. Nasir Little. Nobody knew about those. We spent time and time and time, and then boom, somebody comes in at the last minute. That has also hurt us, Glenn, where we have targeted guys early, like Nasir Little. We were on him like crazy. Nobody was on for 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 a long. And I kept saying. Are we missing something here? Because why aren't the, I think the guys, you know, he's so good. And eventually they came at the very end of the summer, all these schools. But my point is we've been burned in some of that area there where, where we have done a great job of targeting and evaluating. And when I say we haven't been able to close the deal, yes, that's part of our deal, part of our job. We've got it. But on the other hand, when some of those other schools are coming in at the last second and there's some of those blue bloods, that ends up biting you in the butt. Well, you knocked off a blue blood on Wednesday. Louisville Cardinals, no question uh, what space they occupy. 64-58 was the final. We'll preview the matchup Wednesday versus Wake Forest in a moment. First, though, it's a Coca-Cola AC Steer Fresher on the other side of this break. GT60 is presented by Georgia Power, the official energy sponsor of your Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Much more after this in the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tech fans play hard, work smart, and are passionate about winning. And at Ford Motor Company, we are too. That's why the all-new 2020 Ford Explorer is the best-selling large SUV in America. It's built for life's adventures and diehard fans like you. Drive it today. Drive it home. Drive it like a Ford. Visit BuyFordNow.com or see your local Ford dealer. Proud sponsor of the Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. Based on 2018 CV sales of large utilities with three rows. Based on Ford segmentation. Best tailgate? It's got to be burgers. And an ice cold Coke. Real football. Y pollo asado. Hoops. And wings. It sucks. Nah, hot dog. No, Dodger dog. I'll drink to that. Pass me a Coke. It's got to be crawfish. Mac and cheese. No. Seven layer dip. Ribs. No contest. Hummus. Um, what? You need a hot grill. And an ice cold Coke. Of course. Football and Coke. Come on. It's got to be Coke. Game day? Race day. Calls for Coke. You know it. It's tailgate 101. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Woo! Got my nachos, got my big TV, and my favorite chair. It's game time. But you know, the only thing that would make it a little better is if I could listen to my local broadcasters while watching the game. Hello. You must have wished for your game to be synced with TV and radio. I sure did. Do you have a DVR? You bet. Do you have a streaming device? Yeah. Blammo. Your game is now synced. It's that easy. Oh, boy. To see if you can get synced, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield IMG College. SyncMyGame.com? SyncMyGame.com. Welcome back to GT60 Live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. For more, let's head back live now to the voice of the Jackets, Andy Demetra. 
And time for a Coca-Cola ACC refresher. One ACC game this Monday night. They're at the half in South Bend. Notre Dame leads North Carolina 36-33. One matchup on Tuesday as Pitt travels to Florida State. Remember, Panthers beat the Seminoles in the season opener. That game was at the Peterson Event Center. And then alongside our game on Wednesday, Syracuse travels to Louisville. Boston College is at Virginia. Duke at NC State. Virginia Tech plays host to Miami. Coach, four of your last five ACC games. Here have been your leads to begin. You led 15-5 over North Carolina State. You led 22-9 over Virginia Tech. You led 12-4 over Pittsburgh. Wednesday versus Louisville, you jumped on them 12-2 and then 16-5. Is starting strong a trait that can be nurtured, or is that just a, a knack either teams have it or they don't? Well, I would like to tell you that I'm Great like coaching. I'm just, it's an incredible coaching job. Newt Rockney type of speech in the locker room, um, you know, just one of those incredible things that uh, they should just pay me all over the country for motivational speaking. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, no, I mean, uh, in all seriousness, the the um, you know, and we and, and, and it's interesting. You you prepare every game the same way, uh, but we have we have we have really done a nice job of our starts. Um, we've done a better job of coming out after halftime. We've been a little bit better about that, but I think we've we've really hit on some key things, and we've started well. And the, but the best way to start well, Andy, is you got to score the ball, and that's where I go back to about our offense. We've been better about that, and we've been able to score the ball to give us a little cushion, to give us a little comfort, and um, um, and that's allowed us to get a good start. And we've needed those. And I and I mean, you look at us. You look at Louisville. We've need we needed that comfort, that 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 cushion. North Carolina State, we needed that. Uh, Virginia Tech, I think there's a stat, including if you include Morehouse, we, we've led almost at home, the last home games, pretty much, because we led wire-to-wire versus Louisville. We led Virginia Tech yeah. wire-to-wire, Morehouse wire-to-wire, and pretty much the entire game versus North Carolina State. I think you're plagiarizing one of my stats. I am plagiarizing. You're, you you're the have, best in the country at the stats. So you I'm, guys have led for the last 122 minutes wow. and 38 seconds of game time. The last time you trailed at McCamish, was at the 238 mark of the second half versus North Carolina State. You led wire-to-wire versus Morehouse. You led wire-to-wire versus Virginia Tech. Never trailed either versus Louisville. Well, and I think, and, and we led a lot of the game versus versus uh, uh, NC State. I know there's that stretch mm. there where we didn't lead, but so yeah, that's a, that's a great stat. But we've done a nice job of getting the leads, and we've needed every lead that we had because it's given us a comfort. And man, it would be great to start on to get a good start on the road this weekend, uh, both versus Wake Forest and then Syracuse. And um, you know, Wake Forest Wednesday, they are. This is a big week for us. Two road games. Wake Forest is honoring the the uh, 1994. ACC championship team, so Tim Duncan will be there. But, you know, these are two road games. Wake Forest has been really good. They've lost a lot of close games, but they've beat at Clemson. They, they had Louisville down. They should have beat Syracuse. They smashed North Carolina. They lost to Virginia in overtime. This is a dangerous team. Danny Manning's done a great job with these guys. They've got guys that can score. Um, we're going to have to be at a very high level. And obviously we know on Saturday versus Syracuse, um, you know, we got our butts kicked the first time we've played them. And we all know how tough it is to mm-hmm. play at the Carrier Dome, even though we've had good success. So this is a big week on the road, two road games. And starting strong, starting the right way, not turning it over. 
is a is an important part on, on starting well and obviously scoring the ball. I bet you there was a correlation between your turnovers and those leads. That might be a subject or fodder for a future inside the chart column on RamblinRec.com. I wanted to get into some personnel of Wake Forest. We'll do so on the other side of the break as we wrap up on GT60. Georgia United Credit Union, the official credit union of Georgia Tech Athletics and your Atlanta area BMW centers. BMW, the official luxury vehicle of Georgia Tech Athletics and also a proud supporter of GT60. We'll wrap up with head coach Josh Pastor after this on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. Lipman makes a difference. The Lipman Mop Crew is part of our winning team. The Lipman Mop Crew makes sure the hardwood is clean and safe for the players every game at McCamish Pavilion. No matter what kind of flooring you have at your home court, Lipman has the tools to keep it clean. Our mops, brooms, and brushes are proudly family-made in the USA. Visit Lipman.com to see our whole lineup and for a store locator. That's Lipman.com. Lipman, proud partner of Georgia Tech Athletics. GT60 will be right back after these local messages on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Gold. It's not just our color. It's our commitment. It defines us. Drives us. It's our standard and our pursuit. When you come to the flats, you need to remember something. Our gold is unbreakable, forever gold-blooded. We are Georgia Tech Basketball. Follow the Yellow Jackets with Everyday Champions, the official magazine of Georgia Tech Sports. Each issue contains exclusive stories and photos, plus the latest news from Inside Tech Athletics. It's all that's positive about the Jackets. Subscribe now for only $9.95 per year. Call 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799, to sign up for Everyday Champions. That's 1-888-877-4373, extension 3799. We'll be with you again on Wednesday, 7 p.m. when the balls tip Georgia Tech and Wake Forest from Winston-Salem, seeing if Georgia Tech can build on that big upset win over number five Louisville this past Wednesday out of the bye and back into the ACC. And you face a Wake Forest team that has bagged some big conference wins this year. Brandon Childress is one of the more unheralded elite point guards if not the ACC, the nation, what makes him so effective? Yeah, I think Childress is really good. He can score different ways. He can he he'll take some tough shots and he will make them. 
Um, he's just an ACC player. Um, uh, you know, they get a lot of ball screens for him. He can come off the ball screen to shoot it. He can get downhill and score in the paint. He'll reject the ball screens. Um, number 13, White. Um, he's actually uh, the kid from Syracuse's brother. Andrew White. Andrew yeah. White's brother. He can really shoot it, uh, can fill it up, and he, and, he, and he doesn't need a lot of time. Um, Shonda Brown, number 23, who's coming off of an injury, but he's starting to play. He was a high-level recruit coming out of high school. From Orlando, like from, Michael DeVoe. Yep, from Orlando. Saar, number 30, very skilled. Um, uh, earlier in the year, was one of the best bigs in the country. Guess to the free throw line a ton. Well, Wake Forest is an overall guess to the free throw line a ton. I mean, almost 25% of their offense is from the free throw line. Um, and then the kid, um, uh, uh, 25, uh, uh, Masood, is it? Um, yeah, uh, Masood. Uh, he can really shoot it. And, uh, I, you know, look, they, they've, they, they beat Clemson at Clemson, which is not easy to do. You look who Clemson's beat this year. They should have beat Virginia. They smashed Carolina. Um, they had Louisville down for most of the game. Uh, they're a dangerous team. They can really they, – they, they've lost a lot of games that they should have won. They're, very, you know, sort of like us. They've had some close games. They're a good basketball team. I'm a big fan of Coach Danny Manning. I think he's a great coach. And then you go on Saturday and you're at Syracuse, and uh, it doesn't get any easier. So this is a big week for Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets. It doesn't get any easier. That sounds like the typical refrain in the ACC. We look forward to joining you once again for pregame at 6.30 on Wednesday. And on that, we close down this week's edition of GT60. Coach, we appreciate it. Thank you. Okay, thank you, Andy. He's head coach Josh Pastor for Miller Pope, our network engineer, Dane Kortz, inside the network studios. I'm Andy DeMattress saying so long. Thanks once again for listening to GT60. You've been listening to GT60 live on the Georgia Tech Sports Network from Learfield IMG College. Tune in each week throughout the year to get the latest on Yellow Jacket Athletics. Tonight's show has been brought to you by Georgia Power, bringing you the energy for every game day and to your community too. Visit georgiapower.com sports to learn more. GT60 is a Learfield IMG College presentation of the Georgia Tech Sports Network.